too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hello and welcome to Too Young for This Trek. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Eric. And I'm MC. There's no Troy here today, but we're going to watch an episode of Star Trek Short Treks. We're watching The Brightest Star. I guess there's no numbers for this. I I don't see any numbers. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know which one this is. Yeah. It Uh, doesn't really matter, though. Because none of the short treks are connected. It's kind of like an anthology. Mm -hmm. They are connected to other stories, but not to each other. No, no, it just started. (laughs) It's not supposed to start. Oh, no. I I have not seen it yet, and we're getting an ad. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen it yet. And uh, Troy, who's not here, that would be fun to ask me what I know about Star Trek Discovery. So you guys have any questions? Yeah. Well, so this, the series, uh, Short Treks, it's basically a spinoff of Star Trek Discovery, or at least that's how it started. Um, yeah, so how how far are you into Discovery? I've seen the first episode. The, you're still only on the first episode? Yep. I'm trying to watch it you with my wife. You are dying to know. And oh. she doesn't, she didn't like the first episode, so we haven't made it past that. Have you told her that I say it gets good? around episode three <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i know that doesn't sound very promising but trust me the show the first two episodes are all set up the third episode is where the show actually begins we ended up watching the entirety of uh avatar the last airbender since we started watching star trek oh. discovery <laughs> well i don't blame you that's, that's a good show yep. yeah. <laughs> we just started cora so cool cool um I, I i don't know what questions to ask you about um then uh, so um i can just tell you what i know and then you can see if you have any additional questions for me okay um so i know that at least the main character seems to be michael who's a, a woman and um she has something going on with a vulcan guy <laughs> I, I don't know what um, oh wow you're not even there okay yeah okay, she seems yeah. to like maybe have like I, I watched this like a month ago so like <laughs> i don't know she seems to like have some kind of like anger issues maybe <laughs> i don't know she's a bit brash a little um bit. can you name any other characters i could have a couple of weeks ago <laughs> but i cannot think of um i can't so- think of anybody else's name I just want to point out, Tyler, that you've seen episode one, which is actually part one of two. So you've really only (laughs) seen the first half of the first episode because this two parter really should have been one episode. If you watch it all the way through, it feels like one complete episode. So, Hmm. yeah, like you it's got to be weird because. Yeah, I can't say anything. um... I can't I cannot say anything because the entire Uh. show. I don't even know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's going to get backstory on one of the characters before he even knows really who that, <laughs> who that character, character is. is. Yeah. <laughs> huh. 
This is great though because this is this is a prequel to what you've seen so far. Okay, so it might uh, actually kind of work. There's one thing I, I want to talk about it now. Okay, I okay. I should probably save this for the thing that I'm going to record while watching Discovery. Sure, but I want to see your opinions. Okay, okay. So in the first episode of Discovery, yes. uh, spoilers. Yes. Uh, to signal to the ship, they walk. Uh, they make like tracks to make the shape of the Federation logo. <laughs> yeah. Did you think that was the dumbest thing you've ever seen? It was a little cheesy. It really was. Like it. It wasn't. It was dumb, but it was a nod to the audience. I get why they were doing it because Star Trek had been off the air for so long at this point, mm-hmm. and this was kind of like Star Trek's back, you know. So. Eh. You know, I thought it's a cool shot, but yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was for the trailer. It was for the trailer. Yeah, like practicality, like it's not just a circle, <laughs> and like you have to think about a lot yeah. when like trying to make that signal. It would have taken so long, and they were like in a crunch because I think there was like a storm yep. or something about to like hit them. Yep. And I just I saw that. That's like one of the first things that happens, and I was just like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Um, I don't think the tone of the show is really reflected in that first episode or in the first part of that episode. I should say no. part one. No, it's not. I don't want to spoil yeah. too much. I really want to talk about it. But just <laughs> just brace yourself, man. That show starts off acting like this is going to be a normal Star Trek show. And then it goes a completely other direction. So I'm excited for you. <laughs> all right so uh yeah i've i've just been thinking about that that's the only thing i've been thinking about uh, <laughs> since the, i watched the episode the i just the... wanted to talk about like oh god that would be so hard to do <laughs> yeah well like if you had like map quest up not map quest what am i saying this that, this is 2020 <laughs> google, yeah. google maps like could you trace that and then follow the path Maybe I still think it would be hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you would have have to set up like waypoints or something, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like every time you hit one, it tells you you go to the next one. Yeah, it, I'm trying not to think about it too much because the whole scene falls apart the more you think about it. But <laughs> yeah, couldn't they fire a phaser in the air, like like a flare uh, or something? No. It, it, there's multiple ways they could have gotten a signal. But it um, was an ion storm, like, whatever yeah. that is. No, no, no. <laughs> like, there's many ways they could have signaled other than doing this big walk yeah. around to make this symbol. Or even a more simple symbol would have been... Uh, just a circle. Would have been like, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. There's a circle down there. Yeah, I think Giorgio just wanted an excuse to take a walk you know <laughs> uh, i feel like troy listening back to this episode is gonna be like what the hell are they doing this is supposed to be a short episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two hours and then later we're talking about something that's like not even part of the episode <laughs> see he, we're gonna get real deep into this one scene in star trek discovery <laughs> uh. here's the thing I- i'm not too worried about it um this is a short episode it will be probably um we won't have much to discuss i reckon yeah. when we get back from yeah uh, i mean yeah. there's gonna be a, about half an hour's worth of <laughs> conversation there i reckon yeah we'll yeah. see it's not gonna run too long 
It's not going to be like two hours yeah. long. This. I, I have to say, there. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there will probably be one or two minor spoilers that come up because I don't think we can really talk about the episode otherwise. You know. What are your thoughts, MC? Um, I mean, because there might be a spoiler or two because of yeah. who we're focusing in on. But I don't think they're really big spoilers. It's just like revealing mm. this sort of character yeah. and what he's like. And I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess let's go watch it and nice. then we'll be back. Have you ever tried eating a corned beef sandwich in zero gravity? Are you a veteran of the Great Emu War of 1932? Do you long for a simpler time when the world's greatest global crisis involved horse manure? If, if the, the answer, answer to any of these questions, questions was no, then, then we, we have, have the, the podcast, podcast for you. Epic Fails of History. A podcast that delves into the most epic fails of, um, history. Now I am become death, the despair of worlds. Epic feels Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We've got more random tales of fail coming your way, so stay tuned for more epic fails of history. Hey guys, Tyler here. Just wanted to hop in for a second and let you know we had some audio issues with the second half of this episode. Um, also, Chewy says hi. Uh, not to bore you with too many details, but we record this over Zoom, and normally each of us record locally so I can clean up the audio a bit, um, move things around when we talk over each other, things like that. But uh, this time, and I'm not going to point any fingers, one of our local recordings got messed up, so I had to use the backup Zoom audio. So expect to hear us talk over each other a bit more and a slightly lower but still totally listenable audio quality. Um, just want to make sure any first-time listeners know this isn't our normal quality and we'll be back to normal next week. Uh, so anyways, uh, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the second half of this episode. We're back. Uh, we just watched it, and I have questions. Lots of questions. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Right you were probably like Saru in this episode. Like, what? <laughs> what is she talking about? What is happening here? What is going on? Um, so, before this, I didn't mention that he was definitely my favorite part of the first episode. I didn't even know. Saru. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he was Doug Jones at first. He's Doug Jones. I was going to bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, and, yeah, I love he's Doug Jones. Fantastic. Like. Yeah, he is so good on the main show too. Like, just stick with it. He he's awesome on it. Like, he has some really great moments. Yeah, I really liked him in the first episode. Just uh, I don't really remember if it was his personality. I have to rewatch it because I don't remember it. But or it was just like I was impressed with like the special effects or because <laughs> yeah. he looks great. Yeah. Um, there is actually behind the scenes and stuff of him talking about what they do and they have him up on the he has specially made shoes that are insane and it makes him look like he has hooves yeah if you see a wide shot his legs look so weird 
like yeah. he has like yeah it's weird it's awesome but That's he's basically on stilts and he's a tall dude to begin with mm-hmm. so he's he's like what nine feet like with the stilts i mean like he's they make <laughs> it, him it huge and the sets are massive so you don't really notice it unless he's standing next to someone yeah mm-hmm. i like how inhuman he looks like too many mm-hmm. star trek aliens just look like different color people yeah. Or like, or like they've gone and just... stuck shit to their face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they yeah. fell asleep on their desk and like they just yeah. got up and like some shit uh-huh. stuck to their face. Yeah. Like just got like, yeah. Yeah. Whereas. <laughs> or weird believe... ears occasionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I believe um, like. Vulcans are space elves. They really are. <laughs> Enterprise, Discovery. Uh, we-, we didn't really see much of it on Picard, but. I think there's potential in because we've seen it happen in Enterprise and Discovery. We're starting to see more like variations on than just a human with stuff stuck to their face. Yeah, I think especially with Discovery, and I think it's a budgetary thing. Like that's yeah. the reason that they yeah, resorted definitely. to those things in a lot of the early episodes is because they didn't have much to work with. With this, they went all out. They have like a movie budget per episode or per season, I guess. It's it's a lot. Yeah, and Picard's even more, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so think yeah. for Picard, they're just paying for Patrick Stewart, though. So, <laughs> oh, that in the CGI for sure. Yeah, there's some there. There's a lot of CGI in the space battles. That's true. So, Tyler, you, you want to discuss what we just watched? It's Saru's. Um, origin story essentially that's yeah that's what yeah so in short he's from a race that does not have warp capabilities yet and he found this technology and used it to create a signal and reached out to probably not on purpose but he contacted mm-hmm. starfleet mm-hmm. and and they picked him up so yep. Yeah, I don't really know what more to say about this episode. Like, as far as like talking about, uh, the... do you remember any of the uh, names of like, like the place or the races oh, on? No, the... I don't. <laughs> it, it went yeah. in one ear and out the other. Well, you can I think we can. I think fine. we can maybe tell him right. Yeah, a couple details. So these are the Kelpians, and um, they're sort of a they're a new species to Star Trek. Um, their whole thing is they're, they're in a binary food chain. They are prey. They're basically, they're, you know, they're livestock. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this other mysterious species, the Baul, that are basically harvesting them. And they seem to just be okay with it. Like, the whole society is just like, like, that's just the way things are. I guess we'll just... uh you know, when it's our time, it's our time. When our number is called, we'll just get beamed up and who knows what, you know, incinerated or whatever. Yeah. It's really, it's a weird concept, but it's kind of a and cool... There's like this whole religious a lot of sort of idea it. behind it sort of mm-hmm. thing as well. Like you, you yeah. saw the rituals and mm-hmm. uh, he, he's obviously, uh, their dad was obviously a priest and... Mm-hmm. The the whole idea of this cycle and the ever watchful eye and all that sort of stuff like yeah very religious undertones in it. But I love that it's it's heavily implied that 
maybe not specifically in this episode, but Baul basically set them up this way. Like, you know, like, and the fact that like no one questions it is really bothersome, you know. Um, but Saru does. He's curious about what's going on, about what's going on outside, about what's out there. And I love that, you know. I feel like this is a good metaphor for just a lot of small towns, you know, like people are just kind of stuck in their own world and they just, that's the way things have always been, you know, yeah. and they don't really question it or, you know, see beyond it. Um, hmm. Does Star Trek Discovery explore more of uh, what you say the race is? That's like, yes, okay. yes, it does. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it seems like Starfleet especially like, do something about that because it doesn't seem moral. Well, it's not. Do you know about but, the Prime Directive? I do. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like so where you can't like interfere and like non-warp. Whatever. Yeah, and yeah, they kill be into non-warp. Yep. There's so a lot of moral they, questions that come up with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's an ongoing problem, you know. But yeah, I mean, a, in Voyager, Janeway specifically said back then, like they mm-hmm. were more, you know, prone to like invoke the Prime Directive or <laughs> something. So yeah, no, yeah. Well, I to, mean, to throw out the Prime Directive, Kirk yeah. didn't even know what the Prime Directive was. Apparently, see, <laughs> actually, that's it's like, oh, let's go hang out with these natives. Uh, Kerm, that's actually Kirk's proven Prime Directive at the end of this to have sex with natives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't take that class. <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, uh, the the prime directive is completely thrown out the window at the end of this episode, where yeah, Saru is picked up by Lieutenant Giorgio and is mm-hmm. taken off world, even though he's a part of a race that um, hasn't got warp capabilities yet. Apparently, the they made an exception. Yeah, 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 because he was able to get technology from the ball and use that to contact them and because he was it, it was clearly that he's smart enough to do it so he must yeah. have more of that somewhere so uh, like their race must be capable of this so yeah can we get that one <laughs> um yeah basically he got abducted by aliens <laughs> yeah, yeah he did he did <laughs> we are the aliens in star trek that's the cool thing you know? yeah <laughs> um no, i, I kind of like it. It, it compared to the other short treks this is kind of middle of the road um there's some really good ones there's a couple really bad ones i mean or just okay ones um but i like that this adds a little bit more to his character you kind of see where he's coming from yeah um, um so i vaguely remember something and i'm probably remembering it wrong because sure. again i watched this <laughs> first episode of discovery like a month ago and then nothing else from discovery but you're good can't his like i'm pretty sure he says something about his race being able to like see smell touch sense i don't know like death something about oh yes sense um, the coming of death y- yeah yeah you know the um, you see little the things? things come out of their neck? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, those are nerve ganglia those... <laughs> that uh, his race have that sense. Fe- it, it, essentially, it's uh, like a fear response to danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that concept. And they really delve into that a little bit more. There's a lot more we find out about the, his species in the series, so I don't want to get in too far mm-hmm. into it. But... This episode's a little bit 
more i don't want to say emotional but like if you know what happens later like this is kind of a i don't know yeah i mean it has more meaning you know (laughs) i i got the feeling that he could couldn't care either way about his dad but he was probably sad to leave his sister behind knowing that she's just gonna die and he didn't really get to say bye though when she handed him that knife that was the last time I think that was the last time he saw her. Yeah. I don't, he's not allowed to go back. Like No, he can't go back. Yeah. So, yeah. Poor Saru. <laughs> I can't imagine, you know? I think my favorite line in this episode is, hope is stronger than fear. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good mm-hmm. message. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know that there's much more we can say about <laughs> the episode, honestly. No. Would you, you think of the planet design? Very- um, it was a pretty planet. Like they were on the coast most of the time, and yeah, I like it was like red soil uh, or red uh, sand on the beach. I thought that was a nice touch because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It looks just alien enough, but not like yeah, but not like out there, you know. Yeah, I, it looked better than uh, on shore leaf when they just spray painted the plants. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is such a huge contrast. Um, uh. I think Discovery does such a good job with the alien planets because they're subtle about it. You have to actually look for details and you're like, oh, that's nothing like Earth. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, you don't really notice it unless you look for it. Um, like if you look in the background, there's a few moons, things like that. Yeah. So I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, I can't wait till we get to that episode in season two of Discovery or till you get to it. <laughs> uh, because yeah, there's a really good follow-up to this kind of. Yeah, we'll have to figure out exactly how we're going to do those. Uh, For the listeners, what we're thinking is I'm going to have a baby sometime in August. So there's going to be a good like month that I'm not going to be able to record. So I'm going to try to watch all of Discovery on my own and then Mm. give like, I don't know, like two, three minute like reviews, I guess. Like just tell you what I'm thinking about the episode for each one. I think what we're going to do is you guys are going to listen to like a chunk of those. (laughs) And then like react to my reaction and also give your own input is what I'm thinking. I think that's uh, great. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a lot to say about this show. This is, I think I mentioned it before. Discovery is my favorite Star Trek series so far. It's definitely top two. I, I can't choose between it and Deep Space Nine. I just can't. Deep Space Nine is great yeah. most of the time. <laughs> Are you guys excited for the new spinoff series from Discovery? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had to think about which one you were talking or yeah, <laughs> the one that they the big one that they announced cuz yeah. They're talking about a lot of different shows. Like there's a comedy show, um, there's like animated. an animated one. And like I'm worried that they're doing too much at once, but I mean, I'll watch them. You know, I hope they're good. I am really excited about the Pike series though. Um he's great on Discovery. Yeah. And we've got cat vomit. Can the cat vomit oh, no. wait? Uh, we, we can wait it's fine i can wait okay i'll be right back yeah the cat velmet can, can <laughs> that's going in the blooper reel yep oh what was See, i this saying is to why, tra- this, oh, this is why we need the patreon yeah all this extra um exciting material yeah like me talking about troy's mom <laughs> yeah yeah it, that's funny <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking about troy's mom in the next episode 
<laughs> which is so like, funny that we, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny that we have someone on our podcast named Troy, and then we're yeah. talking about a character named Troy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of perfect. <laughs> they, uh, I can barely hear their voices, but it's oh, they I sound hear animated. Yeah, they, <laughs> they sound animated about this cat vomit. Yeah. Right. It, it's always the worst when you see the cat start arching its back. Yeah, because there's no... And, and you're like, oh, no, it's it. already too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I've, that... I've tried to take a cat and, like, like direction it, you know, no, like here, get off the furniture, you know? I, I've got the... Uh, when you start seeing them arch like that, you you don't grab the cat, you run for paper towels, and you slide <laughs> the paper towels under where they're going to vomit. <gasps> It's the best solution. <laughs> oh my Are you God, talking about right. cat vomit um, uh, strategies? Yes, strategies. Yes. Yeah. My cats are like, all right, where's the carpet? Where's the couch? Uh, let me vomit there. Um, yeah. Yeah. This one vomited <laughs> on the toilet. So I guess he was standing on the toilet seat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, uh, okay. um, so the new Pike series, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. Um, so it's going to follow Pike and, um, of course, Spock and mm-hmm. who? I can't number one. The, number one. Yeah. Um, she, the female number one, not to be confused yeah. with Riker. Uh, I think her name's Una. Yeah. But she <laughs> almost always goes by number one. And this is before, uh, this is the Enterprise before Kirk is on it. Yeah, Sorry. because yeah, Pike it's Kirk's was, Enterprise. Before Pike yeah. was like the supposed to be the original like character. Yes, for he was the original series, right? Yep, yep. But he was in the so, pilot, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he was in the pilot. the The producers at the time thought it was too cerebral, like they thought people were too dumb to handle it. Basically, uh, so they they dumbed it down by uh, you know having it a little bit more. I mean, adding in Kirk, basically, you know, like they wanted a jock in charge of the, uh, the Enterprise, I guess. They wanted someone who could punch people. Yeah, basically. Essentially, yeah. They, they wanted more, uh, more of this, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a podcast. I don't know why I'm doing hand motion. Yeah. Uh, that looks Eric's horrible out of the, context. Yeah, the classic Kirk double fist. <laughs> <laughs> he, they wanted more Kirk foo. Foo. Kirk foo. Yeah. Kirk foo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so what it sounds like is we're going to get what Star Trek was originally meant to be, which is exciting. It's, it seems it's going to be TOS era, but from a modern perspective, obviously, you know, without all, all the, uh, yeah. unfortunate racism, racism and sexism. Yeah. And the misogyny, maybe a little oh, bit yeah. less of that. Yeah. It's going to be but, weird uh, that, you know, about like the uniforms, like the, the dresses or whatever, the tunics. You're not going to be oh, assured. So they, I, yeah. I hope, I hope they do that, but they're not as short. And that dude's still, what we the see dude, a dude every rare. now Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> that, that'd be great. I'm curious to see how they handle that or if they'll just not do it at all. Um, I guess, I don't know if this is a spoiler for Discovery Season 2, but we see the updated Enterprise uniforms in that series. Hmm. And yeah. when I say updated, like the modern version of the TOS Trek uniforms. Um, does that make the any bright, sense? The yeah, like the, the, the red, the blue, the yellow, like the, you know, command gold, but it looks great. 
And I know uh, the Kelvin universe, sorry, the J.J. Abrams reboot movies kind of did that too. Um, but it's different. It's like a different interpretation of that. Everyone yeah. wears pants in the J.J. Abrams universe, right? Yeah. Ahura wears uh, skirts. Oh, no. Pants. Yeah, she wears yeah. a skirt. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's not remember. like, it's it's not like hip while. height. So. Yeah, it, it's like a little <laughs> bit longer than the original yeah, It's more serious. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I think we're sufficiently off track enough to say that we have nothing else to say about off track. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it was a short trek, you know. Uh-huh. So it's a it's gotta be a short episode, right? I think we we've definitely talked longer than the episode runtime. Definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's wrap it up, I guess. Um, you can find more of MC and Troy will also be there on the best animated shows ever so far, where they watch review and rank every animated show ever so far um who knows what they'll be watching then this is the first time we've recorded anything in advance ever uh, yeah. it was confusing i know yeah we'll be watching Ew. gate what was that gate gate g-a-t-e yeah is that a thing it's, it's an anime Oh, of course oh. it's an anime. Did you go with my uh, suggestion of... <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't that mean. I didn't want to hit Troy with that. We went with Supernatural. Okay. Okay. So I want to put this out into the universe so maybe it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the best animated shows ever so far, when they pick new shows, they pick a category, and it's like a weird, random categories. Like They've been kind of like specific. So I gave the suggestion for MC to pick animes that would make Troy uncomfortable. Because my favorite uh, set of episodes that I've listened to was uh, the, uh, what's the food porn anime? Uh, food Wars. Uh, food Wars. Senjuki no... Oh, okay. <laughs> Senjuki no Sama? Yeah, Senjuki yeah. no Sama. There's uh, one scene where it's basically tentacle porn and listening to Troy talk about it is hilarious. <laughs> And she's eating the food and she's like, ah, and her boobs are independently bouncing up and down. The food is so good. It made her boobs bounce. <laughs> I can't believe I got you to watch this show. I can't believe you got, I get, what, <laughs> maybe, maybe I, also I should watch download the show. that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a good show as well. So. Just got anime, some weird stuff in it. Anime is oh, always yeah. good until you realize that the main characters are 14. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Um, you can find more of Eric on the Epic Fells of History. Mm-hmm. That's Epic with a K. And um, yeah. Hopefully I have something up new by then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We're not going to hold you to the fire on that. Hey, it's on brand. The show's called Epic Fails. So <laughs> I, I don't conform to a schedule. <laughs> and anyways, you can find more of us on Instagram, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. We're on YouTube now. It's just this, but with the thumbnail. I actually ran across a Too Young for This Trek video on YouTube earlier today with Meg. Like sometimes we'll just like put on some random YouTube stuff. I'm like, I'm on this. And she was laughing about it. And uh, yeah. So, yeah. So if for some reason you want to watch that way, like, you know, do that. 
it's kind of cool because like it has the volume levels you know <laughs> there's not much to it i can't imagine anyone would watch it and like keep it on the screen like they would have it minimized probably just in the background yeah, yeah. no it's um yeah it's a thing you can do it's a thing <laughs> um so next time we're watching uh Menage troy correct so uh yeah uh how do we end this I mean, I don't know. Three to be now. Troy's mom. Yeah. Uh, three to. But... <laughs> three, to <laughs> three to fuck Troy's mom. Oh. <laughs> no, I was I no. was trying to think of like a threesome joke. No. There. <laughs> no. No. Not happening. No. We're leaving all this in. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh God. Three to go find Troy and his mom. <laughs> three to three to beam to Troy's mom's house. That doesn't work. Yeah. Troy's gonna kill us. <laughs> we, we we have too much fun when he's not around. Troy's gonna be listening with to this with his mom for some reason. Oh no! <laughs> he's gonna be listening to second. this with his mom while watching yes. Supergirl Swim Cup. What? My episode stopped recording. Uh oh. For some reason, sixteen seconds in. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Probably